Hi, I'm Sabrina Petrovesa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. DC edition. Yes. Um, we're veering off the path a little bit because Birds of Prey came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know what? This is exactly like our <laughs> brand. So let's yep. go. Yep. I originally was not planning on seeing it. I was interested, but I wasn't going to see it because we all know I'm a massive wimp when it comes to violence. You are. And the DC will, the DC universe will go far more into it than the MCU. And when I saw that this movie was rated R, I was like, I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm not even that invested. And then Sab asked if I was seeing it and I was just like, well, I guess I am now. Yeah, but it wasn't all that gory or like bloody or anything. Like I... Knew I was seeing it before you, mm-hmm. um, and we both saw it on Saturday, but I saw it like 4.30, and you saw it like later in the night, so mm-hmm. when I got out, I texted you, and I was like, don't worry, it's not gory, like, you'll be fine. <laughs> Which actually was re- re- really reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, Birds of Prey, mm. initial thoughts was, not my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I'll go mm. with that. No, I but... enjoyed it. And I also think that, like, if they made four more movies about Harley Quinn, I'd be like, yes, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially uh, Margot Robbie yeah. and Harley Quinn. I saw a tweet that was just like, y'all don't understand. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn the same way RDJ is Iron Man, the same way Hugh Jackman is Logan. Like, Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Like, it's the same thing. Like, the X-Men movies are not that good, but I go back and watch them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I loved this movie because it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I do love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and I think she just, like, has that perfect manic energy. Definitely. That goes with Harley Quinn so well. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... I was an idiot and didn't bring up any of the information about this movie, so I'm going to do that <laughs> right now. Yeah, because the directing, uh, the director was a woman, the screenwriter was a woman. Are you uh, sure the director sure. was an Asian woman? Yeah, she was. Um, and I wasn't sure about uh, any of the producers and stuff, but a lot of the way I felt about it is I enjoyed the the plot and the story. I do think some of the screenwriting, like the story wasn't why I enjoyed it, though. Oh, wow. Um, Hold on. Honestly... Yeah. Uh, so obviously release date was this past Friday, February 7, 2020. Um, the director is Kathy uh, Yan. Mm-hmm. Um, costume design is Aaron Benach, which is a woman, obviously, well, not obviously, because Aaron could be a boy's name. Um, and screenplay was also by a woman, Christina yeah. Hudson. So yeah. this was very much like an all around female created film. Mm hmm. And I was going to say the reason that I liked it so much is it was fun, um, but I loved it for its directing. I thought the directing was really good. There yeah. are certain ways and times that you can tell when a women-led movie is directed by a woman. For me, that was spoilers. In the the jail Obviously. scene when Harley has to get um, Cass out and she sets off the sprinkler system and she's wearing a white t-shirt, and there's water falling from the sky. None of that entire scene... Oh, I didn't scene, even notice that. None of that entire scene was weirdly, overtly sexual. It 
just looked it was just really well done and the way it was shot and all of it and like again a male director especially with harley quinn would have taken that in a bajillion it would have been like weird ways like it would have been so uncomfortable to watch it would have been this one like a slow-mo of her like spinning and it was gonna just Mm -hmm. be on her chest like yeah no there's a million ways that whole scene could have gone very badly Mm. but it was in this case when it went really well. Yeah. And I, I really loved it. Yeah. I also love that the, the movie's technical whole title is like, Birds of Prey <laughs> and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. I love that. Um, I really like how it's, the since it's the official title, you just see all of the, like, my ticket had to, like, squeeze it in, and then the, like, the marquee that was playing the movie had to, like, like squeeze it uh, well, in. I'm pretty sure at my theater it was just like Birds of Prey. Like it wasn't trying to do that whole thing. It was just Birds right. of Prey. Um, but like, sorry, like switching back to the directing and stuff. Um, I saw on Tumblr there was a lot of discussion about like the female gaze versus the male gaze and all of that stuff. And it was like, you know, I saw a post that someone said, you know, I don't really know what the male gaze is until I see the absence of it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of very true for Birds of Prey. Um, mm-hmm. Because, and then the post kind of goes on to like show like examples from Suicide Squad versus like stills from um, Birds of Prey, where right. a lot of the examples were literally like, the foreground of the shot is not anyone's chest. Mm-hmm. The clothing that she's wearing is very obviously like something she would wear like it's not mm-hmm. like these shorty booty sh- well like i mean girls can wear like short brute booty shorts too but like like the shirt that she was wearing in suicide squad literally said daddy's girl like mm-hmm. she had literal tattoos on her for the joker her she wore a collar with his name on it the j necklace I was wondering what was up no, with that because I haven't squad, seen Suicide Squad. It is literally squad. a collar that says "Oh," it either says "pudding" or it says "Joker." Mm. So it's like insanity. <laughs> so like th- those little things that change, like obviously in Birds of Prey, like the whole premise is that they've broken up, mm-hmm. but it's still very nice to see like Harley Quinn's kind of outfit for the movie is. A giant, like, fuzzy, furry jacket. Mm-hmm. And she's still wearing short shorts. It's not like it's not, like, she's not still kind of dressed a yeah. little slutty. But, like, it's not framed in a way where you're over-sexualizing her. Yeah, definitely. There was still the, like, manic, sex, sexy, feminine qualities to harley quinn but it didn't feel like it was for the audience it felt like it was just because this is who she is yeah like the other thing was there were all these tweets about um huntress where it was like wow i guess they told i can't remember the actor's name um mary elizabeth winstead i think is her name Mm. they were like i guess they told her to not be like attractive in this one and i was like what what (laughs) no she was like hot (laughs) she was very hot I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's literally wearing like a really like sexy crop top. Like her hair, perfect. Oh, her hair I'm not, was amazing. I'm honestly not sure if I'm like the classic like queer girl problem is. I'm not sure if I'm like 
absurdly attractive to her or I just want to be her. Wait. Oh, okay. These are signs I should have known a while ago because that's how I've always felt. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I was like, no. I don't know if I want, I like definitely love her, but like, mm-hmm. or do I just want her haircut? Oh, I want her haircut and her height. And also, I just, I loved Huntress on the motorcycle. The entire, that final chase scene with Harley on rollerblades and uh, being pulled by Huntress's motorcycle. It was so So good. good. That was a really good chase scene. Yeah. Um, And I I loved Huntress on the motorcycle. The other thing that I feel like is worth mentioning is that um, Black Canary, Dino, Mm. Dino Laurel Lance, is traditionally a white character. Oh. And I feel like Cassandra Kane is too. I'm almost 100% I see, sure Cassandra yeah, Kane yeah. is a white character as well. And I feel like it's interesting to see how through like this portrayal or through this like not only a woman's gaze but a person of color's gaze, they mm-hmm. do make those changes and it's not like I'm Asian, I'm black. It's just like mm-hmm. it's there. She's there, you know? Right. I I absolutely adored um, Black Canary. I thought her character was good, and I, I do want to talk about. I frustrated with her. Yeah, I could see. Again, I wondered if this was a bit of the screenwriting because, in her intro, it said she was originally like Roman's little bird. Like, yeah, little bird, and she was. She even like Harley Quinn's in the intro even said like she's wrapped around his finger. So I guess I mean it, it makes sense why it took her so long to finally like switch sides pretty much and work, start working against him um but yeah i could see there are a lot of times when i got like you know this is wrong i Why mean are you sticking with him i feel like it was more it wasn't like she's wrapped around like it wasn't like she was in love with him or anything right. like that it was just like this guy's hiring me no one else is hiring me i'm not gonna betray mm-hmm. the guy who's given me a job like it was that kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but because we see that she has a personal connection to Sandra Kane, and when mm-hmm. it, they realize that she's the one, like, that's where it kind of comes in, where she's like, God, I can't do this. Because Black mm-hmm. Canary is a very, um, she's she's not a teetering edge, maybe a mm-hmm. good guy, maybe a bad guy. She's always, like, a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She probably finds herself in those situations, but it's like, usually she's very much like a good Oh, okay, uh, okay. Good guy, kind of. Good girl, I guess. Good woman? I hate good girl. I hate, like, I hate that. Mm. Um, uh, She's, like, a good woman. Um, And so I was, like, kind of interested when they were, like, Black Canary's in this movie. And I was, like, what? Mm. I, was, like, I get right, Huntress because right. she's iffy. Um, There was that cop character, and I didn't really know who she was. So I was, like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn, obviously, because Harley mm-hmm. Quinn is very much like a, she can go either way. Right, right, right. She's like that manic, she can go either way. Um, but Black Canary, I was like, what? Hmm. But the reason why I was so frustrated with her was not using her canary cry until the end of the movie. Yeah, I didn't realize um, any of them had superpowers. Because I'm I'm super unfamiliar with the DCU. Um, I didn't, like, honestly, I didn't think any of them did. I thought they were just, you know, really physically, physically apt at fighting. And then, she, and then that happened. Oh, you didn't notice in her 
introduction when she was singing how that glass broke. I thought that was just like, oh, yeah, she can sing real well type situation. I yeah, but usually was- if someone's singing, the glass has to be like right next to them for it to break. Okay, that makes sense. It has to be like right next to them, but it was across the room. Right, 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 right. That um, makes sense. I guess it's one of those things where, like, if you're in the know, then you know. But, like, it can mm. easily go over your head um, if you don't. But I was like, oh, perfect. Like, and even when she was initially fighting outside to, like, save Harley from those creepy mm. kidnapper, rapist possible people. Um, I was like, oh, she's just not using it here because she doesn't want to want anyone to know who she is. Like, I was like, oh, that's fine. And it's only two guys. It's not like she really needs the canary cry right now. But when they got into that big fight at the end of the movie, I was like, huh? Like, why aren't you using it now? Like, Mm. like, why did you wait until the very last second to use it? And then why did you pass out immediately after? Mm. Like, what is happening? What is happening? Because it was so cool. I I was hoping to see it, like, incorporated more in what she was doing. Is it supposed to be more, like, origin story? That she doesn't... She's still, you know, like, honing it? That's what, no, she was she, born with it. What? She was born with it. Remember the, the, remember the cop said your mom could do the same thing? Oh. The cop had a whole thing about how, like, oh, your mom used to work with us, and, like, she had the same gift that you do. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, And I was like, oh, so she does have her cry. Why isn't she using it? Oh. Okay, I'm going to... Sorry, I'm, I'm going to fault this back to screenwriting is if none of us knew or if like if I kept walking in blind and this much of the backstory is lost to me. And then I mean, if you if you're knowledgeable about it and you're this frustrated by it, then that's a fault in explanation is because, again, I, th- I didn't think I knew about superpowers. It's not like I know super Cass fault grows in explanation because I was like, okay, whatever. She's not using it because she doesn't want to be her mom or whatever. And her, Because I could kind of tell in that conversation that she was like, I don't want to be like my mom. I don't want to use, like, I don't want to, like, fight crime more than care about, like, my family or myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that I, that I kind of understood. But then I was, but, like, the reason I was frustrated, I was like, you're literally in this huge fist fight. You have this huge advantage and you're not using it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Um, Cause like overall, I think the writing was pretty good. Mm. Like, I, I feel like it was really good. I'm not super a fan of like voiceovers. Oh yeah. That was an interesting, that was an interesting um, plot device to use. Yeah. I just, um, I feel like it often is more telling and not showing and it can get kind of annoying Mm. and like jarring and so it wasn't like my favorite thing in the world um to see that it was all kind of voiced over Mm -hmm. but i you know it was something that like i could get over because harley quinn's kind of a fantastic like (laughs) narrator i think it worked for this one because you were introducing a lot of characters rapidly yeah and you were kind of catching up people who like who missed suicide squad so it was it worked in the initial setup that it needed to, I do wish it hadn't, they hadn't used it in the end of the movie. I mean, like, okay, so for me, I feel like a lot of the information they were setting up didn't need the voiceover. Mm. Like, sure, like, 
maybe Helena Bertinelli's story, like Huntress's story, needed that a little bit just to like realize why she was there at all. Mm. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I guess she could have been a little bit more mysterious. Like we could have just had that or because part of her character is so like socially (laughs) inept um, Mm -hmm. from being raised by literal assassins, (laughs) Uh, which I found very charming. I loved it. Uh, Mm. I guess that would make sense that she wouldn't immediately open up to these people like Mm -hmm. um, so it was that kind of thing. I don't know. Like, I don't think that the cop needed any setup. I don't, I don't think that she needed anything at all. Mm. And then it just doesn't make, it doesn't make some jokes funny. Like, when she was like, that's why she talks to, like, a cop from an 80s movie. And then <laughs> she, like, said some, like, normal cop stuff. I was like, what? what? Or, like, mm. normal, like, TV movie cop stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there was another joke at the end from Huntress being like, does she always talk like she's in a bad 80s movie? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. These jokes aren't really landing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love that in the middle of fighting, Harley was like, hair tie? Yeah, I, I've seen that one uh, mentioned and talked about a lot in there because, again, that's just never thought about or brought up in any superhero movies well, ever. The, it only The worked- excuse is that it makes it easier for stunt women like or, or like stunts oh to i didn't realize there was an actual ex- reason for it's it it's an excuse not a reason mm. because if it were such like an important thing they wouldn't be able to stunt double men yeah i know or people with yeah like hemsworth had his very long hair um but yeah i've seen a lot of people like that was a really good point to bring up and it was also natural and fun enough that it yeah. still fit the movie yeah um yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that. we're like 20 minutes in and I'm like, wait, we didn't actually tell anyone what the movie was about. <laughs> this was a, actually a pretty convoluted plot. Um, I, like to recap, you it makes sense when you're watching the movie, but to recap it. Well, OK, I mean, I think the basic point is Harley Quinn and the Joker just broke up for the like final time. Thank God. Um, and then she blew up a chemical plant everyone knows that that was harley making a statement to joker which makes means that uh she no longer has joker's protection so everyone is Mm -hmm. going after her including the guy who owns the club that uh she goes to who hates her Mm. more than anyone apparently because of seemingly pretty misogynistic reasons yeah um and while that's happening He's looking for a diamond from the Bertinelli family that holds the, like, account numbers for all of their money ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, Helena Bertinelli, Huntress, is, like, hunting down all the people that she, who killed her family, which leads to her meeting up with the rest of the people who are trying to mm-hmm. help Cassandra Kane, who pickpocketed, who's, like, a little girl, and mm-hmm. pickpocketed zaz who works for roan or rowan or whatever his name was yeah he's like the number one henchman yeah um and stole the diamond and then on her way to the police station she swallowed the diamond which i was so frustrated by that because in that shot you could see she was next to these two like 
police officers, and no, none of them were keeping an eye on her yeah. while she was just stashing all of her goods. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I guess they thought, or like, it's all going to be in the car, and it's all going to be on her person, so it doesn't even matter, you know? Who knows? Um, but <laughs> that, that was not good. Anyway. I thought it was funny. Um, and then she swallowed it, and I was like, oh, God. And then that's the thing that was very annoying with the voiceover, where she was like, and that's, ladies and gentlemen, what you call a complication. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> like, oh, that's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cop has been after black mask which is his villain name um mm-hmm. this like for years or months i don't know for a really long time rowan cyanus whatever his name is um mm-hmm. and black canary is his driver so it all kind of yep. like works in because of pretty convoluted reasons but it is a harley quinn movie so yeah basically it's one of those like the enemy of my enemy is my friend is how they ultimately end up fighting on the same side yes um but yeah i mean like, i feel like ultimately again it was a convoluted film which is exactly what you kind of want from harley quinn mm. um it was fun it was just like a mm-hmm. fun action oh, yeah. movie like you go into it and you're like lol this is great like yeah um, it, it's definitely it's what you know like entertainment her, and what a good superhero movie is supposed to be exactly like her whole thing about breakfast sandwiches it was so great. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted a breakfast sandwich then, you know? I was like, damn, like, get me that breakfast sandwich. Like, and I was like, I could make that, baby. Like, I, I could, mm-hmm. like, let's do this. Like, I need a breakfast sandwich now. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it was 4.30 when I was watching the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I just thought that was so funny. And then when it was gone, she was like, you took something important from me. <laughs> um, I loved that. That was great. I loved her getting... A hyena as a pet, like exactly. <laughs> she's just manic, and then you have those scenes where you're like, "Oh, I guess she's normal, and this is an act." And then she does something, and you're like, "Oh, never mind." Right. You know, like she was when she went, she went to her apartment again with Cassandra, and like she was mm. like talking to the hyena and whatever, and it's like, oh. and then she like turns around and starts talking to that like beaver thing, the stuffed beaver, <laughs> and. Cass is just kind of like, okay, I'll play along. What's this one's name? And she's like, that's just a beaver. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay, like you are 100% manic. Right. So the thing is about this movie that I really enjoyed is I didn't know any about any backstory about Harley Quinn. And so I had no idea that she had a PhD. Oh, yeah. That she was that accomplished. She's a therapist. I, I didn't know. I, I skipped Suicide Squad. By the time I was interested in Suicide Squad, all I heard was how terrible it was. So It wasn't that just... terrible. It's a fun action movie, too. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I this was a really good, if anyone else like me just skipped most of the DCEU, uh, this is a really good intro to Harley. Yeah, I, I think it's really fun. I think what's more fun is like kind of the way the movie got made. Because <laughs> I, I feel like Margot Robbie got... Um, she got cast as uh, Harley Quinn, but wasn't, like, 100% sure what she was doing. Like, she got mm. cast before Suicide Squad really had a script. Oh, um, yeah. And then, like, it's not, like, obviously she eventually figured out who she was. It's not, like, the crazy Marvel BS where it's like, okay, we cast you, but you have no idea who you're playing, and here is your scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same. 
Um, so she did Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was supposed to have like 80% more Joker, but because Jared Leto was being a creep um. and sending and sending his cast members like used condoms and dead batteries and like all of it, like he was sending like boxes of like horrifying shit Ugh. to his cast members and just kind of like terrorizing everyone because he was like, I'm method. I'm in character oh. all the time as the Joker. And, and everyone in the cast was like, oh, God. Oh. And then because all of that was coming out, they cut a lot of his scenes. He was like, no, mm. basically no longer in the movie. Wow. Yeah. And that's hmm. why he, Jared Leto, did not make any sort of appearance in this one, in Birds of Prey. Right, right, right. And it was like kind of a, like... Like, Margot Robbie was kind of a big push towards that because she was like, I want to make this movie. I need to make this movie. I really want a mm-hmm. movie with, like, Harley and, like, some girlfriends. And, mm-hmm. like, I want, like, a Girl Squad Harley movie. Right, right. And, like, she really, really pushed for it to even get made at all. And, mm-hmm. like, she succeeded. Yeah. Oh, this The movie the turnaround was so fast. I feel like... It was, like, uh, just, like, two or three months after Suicide Squad. Like, it just left theaters, and we're, like, Margot Robbie's getting her own movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was, like, really awesome. Um, and she was just, like, pulling for it. She was, like, I want this mm-hmm. movie. Let's make this movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so on the flip side, um, I haven't watched a lot of the DC movies. I know that you haven't either. Um there was one that I was like, I need to go see this recently, but I can't remember what it was. Not Wonder Woman 2? No, not Wonder Woman 2. A different one. Right, right, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I, I don't Pattinson? remember. Whatever. Like, there are certain ones that I'm like, yes, I want to go see that. I feel like that'll be a lot of fun. And a lot of them, I'm like, I don't care about Batman anymore. I don't wanna, really want to see Superman because you trash Superman in every single movie mm-hmm. that he's in. Um, so what's the point? Wonder Woman is really good. But the thing that I think DC is at least doing better than Marvel is the diversity. Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman is directed by a woman, written by a gay man, starring a woman, obviously. Hmm. Birds of Prey was written and directed by women, starred (laughs) women. There were barely any men in it that, like, mattered. Mm -hmm. It absolutely passed the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people in it are usually diverse. Like, the group mm-hmm. itself is diverse. Of the five people in, like, not counting the villains, the five people in the main cast, only two of them are white. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's that. Also, they very clearly showed us that Harley is queer. Right. Like bisexual or pan mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so is the cop. So is Renee. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. her ex-girlfriend is Ali Wong. Was well, just Ali Wong. I saw her name on the poster and I was like, what's Allie doing in this? I did oh, not that. see her name on the She's poster. So when she made an appearance, I was like, is that Ali Wong? <laughs> yeah, that's like all five foot four of her. <laughs> I was just very shocked. I did yeah. not know that she was in that movie. And I was just like... Is Lily freaking out right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't know it, so I was like, maybe Lily doesn't know. <laughs> like, why would she? Why would anyone? What is she doing right. here? 
I'm surprised her name was on the poster, seeing as she was barely in it. I know. That was such a tiny... I, that, I was expecting a, a larger... I thought she plays a lawyer. I thought the lawyer was going to be a larger role just because Allie's name was on the poster. And I was just like, oh, no, they just needed Allie Wong's name on a poster. Because they um, were like, hey, let's just get Allie Wong in here. I know, right? I um, thought it was great, though. I did. I really enjoyed her cameo. Uh, again, the other thing that really surprised me that the MCU very clearly failed to do is there was enough popular want and like t- talk about like, oh my god, Harley Quinn should get her own movie, Just Ladies, like come on. And then they're like, oh, okay, give us you know a few like two or three years and you're gonna get your movie. Yeah. How long has it been for a Black Widow movie? Ten. <laughs> Ten years. Ten. The. No, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. And also, this is a DCEU's second female-led movie. Yep. It took us 10 years to get one from the MCU. Yep. It's still not even out yet. Nope. And now we don't care nope. about it. That was Anyways. a wrong fact. Not even out yet. Car- Captain Marvel. Oh, f- okay. Yes. That yep. wasn't... I was correct. I was incorrect because I just completely forgot captain marvel all right so now yeah we but it are... also still took a really long time for captain marvel that to took get made. way too long the original point still stands if my facts are wrong i'm not i'm not really <laughs> judging you for skipping over it but it's still just a like another example in how shitty they treat their non-male characters Mm-hmm. yeah because you're right the mcu the movies they're not diverse or inclusive in any way yeah because they went from making superman movies too late. they continued to make superman movies then they made a wonder woman movie mm-hmm. then they made justice league like it's just that's how they're rolling right now they're just like making mm-hmm. they're they're seeing who their biggest characters are and they're making those movies and that's it and mm-hmm. yeah most of the time they kind of fail like just look <laughs> at batman versus superman look at green mm-hmm. lantern Mm-hmm. Look at um, any of the Superman movies, actually. I know. Suicide Squad is not that great. But it's mm. still fun. I, I enjoy that one because it's fun. Mm. Um, And yeah, like, I just think, like, I think, like, overall their quality is not good. But they mm-hmm. do have these rare gems that they release. Like... Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something else, but I really cannot remember. <laughs> um, Aquaman? And like, they do well enough that they're like, okay, let's keep going. Let's just make more. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if, I do wonder if some of that is because that they, they have to, they feel like they have to do all of this inherent catch up to the MCU. So they're just turning out like these big blocks, like the Superman and, movies and the justice league like turning out these big blocks blockbusters trying to catch up to the not where oh, shazam. shazam was also a good one sorry i had to look it up mm. oh yeah i did hear i did hear good things about that one um but because they are initially behind they can see all the criticism of the mcu and be like oh we can do we can do that we like we haven't made these movies yet so we can do that yeah and they're way more open to doing it yeah and then not to say that like they're doing it just as the like attention tokenism grab of just like oh the MCU doesn't have any queer people so we can do that. It's generally just like oh yeah the MCU doesn't have any queer people and we haven't made these movies yet and this is what people want so we can put it in we can do it yeah <laughs> let's do it uh 
yeah that's just kind of the basic bits of that um yeah they also made aquaman like for the first time ever they made it like a pacific Mm -hmm. islander Mm -hmm. they made like which made more sense than some random white dude um so there was like all of that stuff where it was like oh Mm -hmm. this is like really like they are they're making these like efforts Mm -hmm. to show like we are making these characters diverse but we're not making it about them being diverse yeah it's just these changing these facts or doing these make doing these moves just makes more sense i I mean i like the way that they're going about it because i feel like it's what people like obnoxious man babies complain about because they're always like "Eh, why does it have to be like Mm -hmm. so diverse all the time like stupid social justice warriors i feel like like you get all those complaints and DC's just kind of going like, all right, fine. We won't make a big fuss about it. Yeah, I know. And again, it just, it makes sense for the character. You don't even notice anything's really missing from the plot or from the story. Yeah. Um, but then again, I'm just going to like go back to the MCU. They've only ever made one female-led movie. They've never really changed the like skin color of anyone. So anyone mm-hmm. who's complaining on the MCU, I'm like, what are you complaining about? That in 10 years they made one movie about a woman? Like, really? Yeah, I know. That's what you're complaining about? The MCU is faithful to the comics. I was going to say, uh, huh, huh, never mind. I was thinking of all the ways that we've listed that it's not. Never mind. <laughs> At least the way a character looks, they're faithful to the comics. Um, It's not necessarily something that they need to do. Like, they, they mm-hmm. don't need to, like, change the skin color of anyone because the mcu Mm -hmm. has so many people of color so many like lgbt characters um they just decide not to use those characters because they don't have like as much of a draw or they don't Mm -hmm. have like uh they're not as popular to like the random Mm -hmm. lay person and i'm just like yeah okay and if you look at suicide squad yeah it was very much um billed to be like harley quinn and deadshot but you also had, um, oh my god, what was her name? I don't remember her name. Um, <laughs> but you also had, like, the guy who shot fire, whose name I don't remember. It was, like, Diablo or something like that. The alligator mm. dude. Like, you had all these other characters that you got to introduce them in this, like, group film. Mm-hmm. And if you had made a good movie, you could mm-hmm. have gone on to make those solo movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's that's where that situation comes from like you know like it was like yeah you have to introduce them somewhere else like they didn't need to introduce spider-man in civil war we all know who spider-man is but if right. they introduce someone like i don't know like kamala khan mm-hmm. like miss marvel that way then getting her another movie is like oh fantastic right 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 like also wasn't the point of starting the MCU off with Iron Man, like not, the point wasn't that he was unknown, but like it was a big deal that they chose to start everything off with Iron Man because no one knew Iron Man. Yeah, like he was a lesser comic book character, yeah. <laughs> and now they're too scared to go into the lesser characters. Yeah, again, Anyways. I guess we didn't mean to make this DC episode go back to Marvel, but it's what we're more familiar with. It is definitely what we're more familiar with, and I think Marvel in general. Um, they took big risks at the beginning, but that was also mm. before they were owned by Disney. That's true. And also, I feel like because that they've been in 
counting MCU, they've been in the game, it feels like, longer that they have set the tone and the standard. So, and especially with DC, whatever yeah. DC is going to try and do, they're just going to get compared back to Marvel because everyone loves a good binary yeah, and but good also, competition. You kind of can't compare Birds of Prey to anything Marvel's done. No. You also can't really, com- I guess you can kind of compare Wonder Woman to Captain Marvel, but it's like also not easily equatable. Like, not in definitely there are two different tones and styles to the movie yeah. you can only really compare them in like artistic choices kind of a thing yeah because the hero like the origin stories of the characters are not the same yeah exactly um mm. but birds of prey is like as much as it's an ensemble film and marvel has become an ensemble franchise mm-hmm. um it does it in a way that's like so different. Like you can't really mm-hmm. be like, yeah, this is an ensemble film, and Marvel did one exactly like it. It's like, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They did not. Yeah, yeah. And this is new ter- for territory for DC too. This is truly just like league of their own. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually like, like I guess to end it on this note, but I'm pretty excited to see what else they do with their like different cooler characters. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope Birds of Prey I'm gets... Okay, I'm going to finish that sentence. I'm excited. <laughs> I hope Birds of Prey gets a sequel. There's been rumors about how it's going to. Who else will get introduced? One of my friends is pulling for uh, Poison Ivy to yes! get uh, Yes! I would like to see Catwoman uh, introduced somehow. Things like that. The only thing is, it's not doing well opening weekend. And I, I've seen a lot of people be like, it's a good movie. Y'all are just sexist. I mean, I would agree with that. Right? I would agree like, with that. It's, yeah, I, I would, don't understand I, I how Justice League had a better opening Poison weekend. Poison Ivy to show up. Because mm-hmm. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are girlfriends. Oh, like, okay, absolutely. now we need a sequel. Like, I just, I want them to be together. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> I just want them to be girlfriends. I just want to see them on screen together be girlfriends. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Last thing I want to say, because uh, we were talking about like all the ways you can tell that it was a female director, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the costume designer was also a woman. That that's also kind of obvious in certain ways yeah. of just like the way that they're styled. They all look amazing, but when it comes down to like being battle ready, they're they're good. Like it, like um, Black Canary has like the exposed midriff top, but it works because I don't know. But anyways, the point is they all looked really good. Hey. And none of their, like, fight costumes or whenever they had to fight, and none of it looked ridiculous, you know? Or even when they were, like, going through Harley's, uh, like, chest of toys. Other weapons, yeah. Um, and Renee pulled out the, the corset, and Harley was like, yeah, or Harley pulled it out for her or something, like, yeah, use this one. Um, mm-hmm. And she actually did, and it was just under <laughs> her shirt, and it was right? bulletproof. Right. Like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Harley Quinn would have a bulletproof corset. Yeah. Why not? So it was a lot of fun. And when she pulled out the, like, daddy's girl shirt, mm. I was like, oh, God. And then she was like, no, okay, meh. Like, <laughs> sentimental value, meh, and, like, tosses it back in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. Uh, I think, like, just the relationships between each of the characters was also very mm-hmm. authentic and real. Like, the relationship between Harley and Cassandra, Cassandra and... Um, Black Canary, even Black Canary and uh, Harley Quinn, like they mm-hmm. all had like distinct, different relationships. 
Huntress kind of just showed up, but they mm-hmm. all were very supportive from the get-go. They were like, I love this girl. Like, Right? <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, it was good. I really liked the, the dynamics the characters yeah. had. And it was mm-hmm. very true to form that after they all kind of like came together at the end, Cass and Harley Quinn were like, peace. Split. Yep. Bye. In Black Canary's car. Yeah. Yeah. And then the three of them made their little birds of prey. Like, it was like, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's why it's birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Because <laughs> right. it's the birds of prey and also Harley Quinn. But also it's like, Harley, it's more like Harley Quinn and also birds of prey. Right, right. I did like at the end, uh, Harley gave Huntress the, the number codes. Yeah. Like, she kept, obviously the diamond was really nice. So she gave yeah. her, her family money access and i was like okay she's like you can have the codes and i can have the diamond mm-hmm. i want the bling <laughs> mm-hmm. i love harley mm-hmm. um yeah i just think it was a fun movie i do recommend seeing it like don't yeah i think it like just goes back to those action movies where there's not a lot of thought there's not a lot of like mm-hmm. explain who cares it's an action movie it's a comic book action movie go watch it it doesn't need to be part of like eight million other films it's just an mm-hmm. action movie with ladies kicking butt mm-hmm. like just go see it it's fun it's a really good time it's a really good just, yeah it's easy harley lays it all out for you yeah sit sit and enjoy it's a good time so there's that um we'll be with you till the end of the line you can follow me on twitter at the sabrina pet you can follow lily at lily underscore rugo you can follow the pa- podcast at em fangirls and you can check out our website or smitiesfangirls.com and shoot us an email at emfangirls at gmail.com if you have any thoughts about like our episode today about the dceu or the mcu or anything fan related um and please do all those lovely lovely things like reading and reviewing reviewing us on itunes like that really really helps us follow us on spotify listen to us on stitcher wherever wherever you get your podcasts thank you to dexter britain for letting us use their song wonderland and thanks for us for editing and producing Ooh.